All right. Good morning, Hello. everybody. Oh, jeez. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Welcome back for yet another edition of the Disc Swap. Uh, this week we've got uh, a number of guys and gals. We got. Uh, well, we'll we'll just let everyone introduce themselves. Well, uh, you forgot to, so I'm just gonna say that's Pythonicus. You know, Pythonicus is over there. I'm Plywood. I'm Precious Roy. Hi, I'm Kakusa Sora. You can call me Sora for short. <laughs> I can't yeah. help it. Yeah. So we got a we got a full crew today, and we we got some fun stuff to talk about. Uh, first thing on the first thing on our list is actually uh, some news regarding MGS One. So. Yeah, you want you want me to take the honors hey, as the it. resident uh, MGS One obsessive? Uh, we got some new records. You're you're already laughing. What, what's so funny? I'm trying I'm trying to have a serious news show about the the happenings and the goings on in the community, and the cops are coming for me. Speed speed run, police. We're gonna have to see those splits. All right, so. Let me just stop you right there. Sirius and MGSR generally don't go together too well. No. Um, but yeah, so there's been a few records set since our last show. Um, we always like to talk about the new records that are uh, popping up in the community since it's a, a community-based show. Mm-hmm. And uh, got three of them for you guys. We got any percent PC Big Boss. Uh, Trombon Chino has beaten Metal Glen Solid by a whole four seconds. Four seconds. Four, four seconds improvement to the 39-28. I personally watched this run to verify it. Uh, it's a very good run. Um, if you are interested in learning any percent, it's not a bad run to watch. It's got some nice little details in it um, as far as comparing it to the other runs. For instance... Our boy Tromboncino from Italy doing kick canceling during the cargo fight, which on what? PC you go god mode exploit to avoid getting shot. Then you PPK off all the guards off the rail. And he's actually doing the kick cancel to end the animation early after kicking the guards off, which does, does save a little bit of time. And those little things, they seem kind of small, but the reality is the run is really tight to begin with um there's still some time save left in any percent pc extreme um i think i think like like an insane run would be a sub 39 but uh well done to trombon chino with his uh new run the whole whole video he's like i don't know man i don't know if this is gonna record this seems pretty dicey it was pretty much just like the rat saved the run and then just enough over the whole course of it, and he got those four seconds, but he did uh, miss the card when he went to pick it up. <laughs> he got the perfect rat, but he missed picking up the card, so he had to, like, turn around. Oh, um, but, still an admirable run from Tromboncino, beating Metal Glen Solid, who had a world record for um, a couple of months, I think, yeah. Uh, and yep. he's 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 revving to go again. He's uh, on Twitter. He's been saying that 
Uh, he's been meaning to get back into the game, and uh, I think I think this is just the impetus he needs. So, this is a race for first in uh, any percent extreme PC. Yep, still plenty of time save left in that run. It's not 100% optimized. Uh, particularly his early game was a little bit weak in terms... In the context of what he's trying to do, of course, it's still a very good run throughout, but he didn't get any perfect elevators, which is really key when you're playing at high level on any percent, getting those fast elevators, and his armory was slow, but overall, the mechanics of what he was doing were, were very nice, so congratulations to Trom on his uh, recent record. Yeah. I was really proud of him when I actually saw the leaderboard. I congratulated him and sent him a personal DM. <laughs> so now Glenn oh. just has to now Glenn just has to come and take it back. Which he, he definitely could do. I mean, four seconds is not that big of a gap. Um, obviously, the more optimized the run gets, the more risky stuff you have to go for, and then uh, those little movement details become all the more important. So, but I'm sure Glenn was just happy to actually get that run that he did. He was oh, yeah. very excited to get that run. It's still a very nice run because the next best time from Video Game Roulette is a 39:57. So a pretty sizable gap between first and second and third um, in the game. Only four people have sub 40s on Extreme. With uh, Jaguar King rounding out with a 39-59 at all one second. So, <laughs> hey, sub 40, sub 40, sub 40, sub 40. Amen. But uh, speaking of Jag, he himself has claimed a, a new record for uh, MGS One Console Extreme All Bosses. Now that is a if if you guys haven't seen that run, that is a scary run, and. Uh, Jag not only, I believe he improved his own record, but he also, you know, Jaguar goes for big boss. He got his big boss, so truly incredible stuff on that one. Yeah, say one thirty-two oh nine in game time, which is not what his goal is. I think I'm guessing he wants to get a one thirty-one or maybe even a one thirty, but uh, yeah, definitely the hardest run in the entire game. All bosses console extreme for big boss has the most stuff to it has probably the most stuff that can go wrong and uh plenty of strategies that can put your whole run at risk um and there's no one really at this point like trying to compete with him i'd <laughs> like to at some point but i have to like actually learn the run um yeah uh yeah it's no one it's it's one of those categories that are, is kind of a uh, historyed at this point uh, due to the efforts of specifically Slade, um, who is pretty much the OG Mac Daddy uh, beast of uh, all bosses extreme, uh, and his run is still uh, very good mm -hmm. uh, in terms of a uh, from technical. Uh, experience and just the strategies he's go for, etc. It's more that Jaguar King, in part, uses faster hardware, the faster version. But even so, uh, 
really well done on Jaguar's part. Yep. And my question, my question is, do you think that sub one thirty is possible? I think sub one thirty is possible. Yes. Um, I I think you can get sub one thirty on literally every difficulty. Um, a sub one thirty on extreme all bosses though is a very good run. I mean, you're going for tight strats. You have good mash because that's also very important. You need good mash. You need good strategies. Good luck. Yeah. Good execution. Um, and I don't know if you need to kill Wolf 1 the intended way or if it's still okay to punch her to death. I'm not so sure about that, but, um, yeah, I would say, like, you can get a sub-90 because, um, you know, you save so much time from PSTV, like, you save minutes over, like, just standard PlayStation loads and uh all that that oh wow yeah it's between the loads the lack of in-game lag for the most part and then the uh removal of that 2.5 minute cutscene on uh rex so so yeah. you look at uh slade's run and his most recent pb was a 138 36 and that has some like outdated strats, you know. Those are sure. fairly old runs at this point. So, <clears throat> if you think that the difference is probably about six minutes, uh, hardware version, etc., uh, it's like around a one thirty-two. Obviously, Jag's got a one thirty-two oh nine. So, mm-hmm. if you add in some better strats, some cleaner movement, maybe. Uh, that two minutes can come off. That two minutes can come off. So, and as Jag admits to uh, admits, one hundred percent, he is not that good at mashing. And the reality is, you can't really notice it when you're watching a run. But if you mash slow, that adds up, especially at high level. If you can't mash with those codecs quickly, that especially on all bosses that has the most codex there's more codex to deal with it has all bosses has the longest codec in the game in the torture sequence so like doing that codec fast that makes a difference so yeah, we'll see but who... sorry no go ahead yeah no as a person who doesn't run that category but like i do run easy any percent i've noticed as i was mashing like oh there are some like sentences or like some phrases that are like still like frozen and i just realize it's because of like my mashing is like not that great it still needs to be perfected and i don't know like if i'll ever be that good as you guys but i mean i try my best mashing in that game is really weird because the reality is you actually don't want to like um you don't want to mash on every frame it's actually slower to like turbo Technically, um, if you had turbo, obviously that'd be easier than having to mash. But um, there's like this sort of weird frame interval between like the script line, script line, every line in the script, and then you have the animation of the characters, like their heads and all that. 
the talking head animation. The reactions, yeah. And if you, you know, you have to, like, when you, like, really get to know the script, you know which places you can slow down, which places you need to speed up. Um, And then, then it just comes down to pure technique of how you hold the controller if you use two hands and all that. So, but... Um, that's why PC is so great, is that you completely avoid that issue entirely. Um, (laughs) seriously. (laughs) I know Trom loves that. Like, just subtracting out the mash and having to try super hard on mashing just to squeeze out those little improvements. It's it's no Silent Hill play novel, but the mashing is still critical. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Nothing will compare. <laughs> oh man, my arms are hurting after that run. Well, you weren't there we'll when we figured out the strat. Well, I, well, we don't know if that strategy is uh, even going to work. But I couldn't we'll, we'll, find we'll the hardware necessary to test it. <laughs> I I have the hardware. I just have to go dig it out of the <laughs> the deep closet. And I can get those the 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 congas out. So so next so next like GDQ or next event, I want to do the congos so badly. <laughs> but like, are you saying that like we're we have to do like the legit uh, console of um, of Silent Hill? Legit <laughs> console, Donkey Konga bongos. Yes. I think we'll oh. get into this later. <laughs> Thinking about it actually makes my arm hurts right now. <laughs> so, before before we, we split off into too many more shenanigans, uh, we have one more MGS1. Well, actually, we've got two more. But uh, first things first, Plywood, actually, you got yourself, what was it, very easy? Very easy, all bosses. Very right. easy, all bosses. On a console specifically uh got a 118.43 my third third run of it um because mr d limes has started running the game and he uh went in he's like oh i see that you ran on uh cd rom on standard disk speed let me just (laughs) let me just take this i was like all right Cool, cool. Someone's finally come along and challenged my time. Uh, now's the time to do another very easy run. Um, 118.43, which definitely can be improved. 100% can be improved between... Uh, there's some some weird things with very easy. If you haven't seen the run before or don't even know what very easy is, you get an infinite ammo suppressed assault rifle. <laughs> Well, it's actually an MP5, so I guess it's a submachine gun, but it's like the FAMAS. You get that from the start. So that's it, it kind of changes certain things about the game since you have access to that. Um, not like a huge amount, but there are some like little strategies you can go for since you have the MP5 to start. Um, otherwise, it's just it's just easy, easy mode. It's just that you get you get a gun from the start. Fantastic. Choo choo all above all aboard the kill train. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, but yeah, not 
not a run that I would say is like all that different from easy. It's really like at the the core of it, it's all bosses easy, just with some little flourishes and some sparkle from having the best gun in the game. <laughs> so, and finally, lastly, but not least, Sora. Yes. Just two two hours ago. Uh, about yourself. Like an... Yeah, it, it, it happened this morning. <laughs> it happened this morning. You scored yourself a nice little PB. Yes, I did. I got myself a 113.50, I think. I don't recall. <laughs> I'm still high from, like, the whole excitement of just, like, getting back into streaming and then everyone's, like, supporting me and then cheering me on and actually, like, um, saying, just, like, just do one more run. I swear you're going to get a PB. And I'm like, I'm tired, man. Like... And then I get a host in a raid, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> that's that's Twitch peer pressure at its finest. <laughs> no, but it was it was lovely. I absolutely enjoyed it. And uh, I mean, uh, I mean, this is like a later on topic because we we are going to talk about GDQ. But because of that, I was basically doing our two player one controller thing with plywood he taught me a lot of things in person that i would have never actually be able to understand online um and so i used those tactics while i was running this morning slash last night and yeah i made a lot of improvements fantastic so mgs1 is hot on the scene right now like that being said, I have I have actually noticed there's quite a few people actually uh, splitting into MGS2 as usual. MGS2 is always just kind of there, but um, quick shout outs to uh, Miss Chelsea's One Cool Man XOF and Phantom King V, all of which who are uh, learning and underwater learning. smoking and underwater smoking. You're right. Yeah, all four of those guys, uh, well, guys and gals, are learning slash relearning slash derusting on MGS2. So. You know, keep. Uh, hopefully, they keep working at it. We'll see some new times on the board. And... More people entering the NGS two fold. It's... <laughs> Welcome to the grind, you know, I guys. Think at one point, one point. Who knows? It may it may have more players, more runners overall than MGS one. Uh, this is not a reality I want to see, of course. <laughs> but you know, it, it's it could happen. It could happen. It's a great game. Definitely worth checking out. Yeah. Some of the some of the most fun uh speed running in the series. But not to detract from any of the other games, of course. Yeah, don't not. detract from survive, okay? Uh, <laughs> never. I don't never. I don't need you I don't need you, you know, pouring more gasoline on that fire, okay? Oh, I am jumping straight into that fire as soon as I finish the damn thing, so. <laughs> what, what, what about the goats? Don't you have to save the goats or the sheeps? I forgot, like. You have to, you, you have to rescue the wild ass. <laughs> no, you gotta cook the wild ass or grill it. Wait, what? Or put it I... in a soup. Ah. Uh, I thought you had now, to the, save the, them. In the, yeah, well, during the glorious 15 minute auto scroller the goal is to to save 
save the goats because there's nothing better to do because you just like insta kill all the waves when they come out of the portal. It's great. It's a great game. Great run. That's like the best part of the run. Actually, the best part of the run is it's... just not playing. Right. The best part of the run is like the first 20 minutes and then it's really? just downhill. Look at the bright side. It's not Pachinko. Well, yeah, that'd be an that'd be an interesting run of my money. <laughs> it's literally pay to win. <laughs> all right, but yeah, that's I believe all the news we have around the community at the moment. Um, of course, we are keeping an eye out. So if you guys, if you guys do something, we'll be watching. Let us know. Big Brother's watching. Always. But, uh... GDQ happened. Uh, as it tends to. Holy uh, shit did it ever. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> about a week and a half ago. Or, well, two weeks... Two, it started two weeks ago. On, uh... On Sunday. Uh, of course, lasting throughout the week. A whole week of speedrunning and... Uh, other assorted shenanigans. Um, <laughs> so the event this year raised $3 million, which is astounding. And uh, all four of us who are currently sitting in this call were actually in attendance. Uh, but Roy and I, we got to actually be there in the room as as the total crossed 3 mil. <laughs> and that was... I did. Roy... I, I, I legit cried because I like I I was at GDQ last year and I didn't stick around for the ender. Like I had to pack, I had to get ready to leave. I was in a different hotel. Um, I had a beautiful view of the rat's nest that I was in last year. Uh, I won't name names, but days in uh, <laughs> there, just knock oh. knock another possible sponsor off the list. Um, I, I made it a point to stick around for the Ender this year because Chrono Trigger's a great game and I wanted to see what they were going to do. And this year, nerds have been very generous. Uh, thanks, Let's nerds. Let's go, Twitch chat. <laughs> Let's go, Twitch chat. I'm not clapping again. <laughs> okay, well, all right. Um, but it's... <laughs> It's it's really hard to put into words what 2,600 rowdy nerds yelling at Twitch chat looks like. Or sounds like. Or sounds like. But it's amazing to see that event come to that point. You know, where where they've crossed that $3 million PB. And now you got to see how far up you can go instead of down. You know? Yeah. So... Uh, just just a quick maths estimate here, but GDQ this year alone has raised five, about five point five million dollars, uh, split between PCF and Doctors Without Borders, and that is an incomprehensible number of dollars. <laughs> like, uh, and we have yet to see what happens with GDQX as well, so we could very well cross six million dollars on the year. So that'll be interesting and uh, kind of fun to watch out for. But, of course, 
the money raised is not the only the only thing about GDQ we've got to talk about. Um, <laughs> so we've well, before, all before we go on to that topic, I do want to like emphasize something about this money raised because okay, look, look, I want to wade into a little bit of controversy here a little bit okay because there are people out there who get really hung up on the event as far as the execution of the runs and like the presentation style and that like the event has sold out and that sort of thing but like you look at that kind of negativity and then you look at the results of the money they raise mm-hmm. in this year alone how they're breaking their own records and raising way more than they used to. So I really got a question as both someone who's been on stage, right? Who's participating in the event and now gone for four times in a row. Like people say like GDQ has lost its edge, lost its charm. Maybe it's not for you anymore, but clearly they're, they're reaching people. And people want to engage and like enjoy the event and also take that as an opportunity to be generous to a worthwhile cause like MSF is. So that's, that's, I'm not even being that, I'm just kind of calling out the people who think like, oh, GDQ has lost it. And it's like, how could they have lost it if they're really like being this successful as far as the money raising goes? Yeah, it's. I, I I don't know how to call that, but it's it's. It's mind-boggling, really. But honestly, when you look at the charities that they're supporting, the the Prevent Cancer Foundation, of course, cancer has more than likely hit most of the people either watching or listening to this podcast. Like, yeah, at, at least yeah. at least one or two people in 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 each individual's lives and then doctors without borders like even if you yourself have not benefited from their work somewhere someone in this world has like and they do incredible things around the world with less than optimal facilities and it's awe-inspiring so these these places these these charities they are meaningful and i mean (laughs) without them the world would be a much a much worse place i mean i'll i'll be direct if you're one of the people standing on the sidelines ranting about sellout it's because you don't have anything worth buying sit down you know just like i i I think there's just this sort of, you know, people who are nostalgic for the very, like, loose, easygoing right. um, event that w- definitely felt a lot, you know, it felt ad hoc. way more de- kinda, DIY, yeah. ad hoc, exactly, where, you know, like you could tell it was just a bunch of people. Right. You could tell it was just, like, a handful of people trying to throw something together. You know, it was way less formal right this event they were sponsored by alienware twitch red bull yeah i mean the amount of red bull cans at this event was insane (laughs) 
Thank you, Red Bull. Thank you, for Red Bull. Me we appreciate you, and I apologize in advance. <laughs> so, um, you know, obviously, money changes things, and when you have you you try to like make things bigger and better in in its own way, some people are not going to like that. I think part of that really comes down to, um, well, if people in the community don't like it. You go to other events and you make your own, right? Or if you're a spectator and you don't like it, quit whining about it. You know, if you have constructive criticism for the event, I think that's a good thing. I don't think anyone says, no, don't criticize the event. But, you know, just spending your time online whining like, oh, it used to be so much better. Really, though? I mean it's a it's a valid production a very strong yeah. production what mm -hmm. other events do you see go 24 7 for a whole week mm -hmm. there there I... is literally one other off the top of my head esa oh yeah there's and, and they're and they are doing pretty much the same thing for save the children mm -hmm. another fantastic organization which they so. actually like you know, they kind of copied off from GDQ, mm. which is like nothing wrong mm. with it at all. Like right. they're trying to do a cause. Uh, I believe that, I mean, I, I kind of think of it as a person who is also a small streamer. Um, I like, I think of it this way. I stream for like having fun and stuff like that. But then you have like some people who decide to like donate like, like $500. And to me, that's like a lot of money to like take. So in, instead of actually just having this money on my own, I actually donate it to charity for like, I actually support mental health. That's the thing that I actually do a lot. Um, so that's what I do. And I, that's what I think about what GDQ started off with. It's just that there were a bunch of friends just hanging out in the basement, doing whatever they want. And then people started supporting it and they were just receiving so much money from like so much subs. And they're like, well, thank you for supporting us and we have like a lot of money to like do our production but i think we can use this money for something else and that's how gdq came to be that's what i think like yeah i don't know yeah it's it's certainly come a long way from from the basement days and for those people yearning for that there is an event running uh, I don't know if it's annually or biannually or what, but NASA. NASA is kind of like how older GTQs were, and that comes with all of that implies. So, if that's what you're looking for, if if, if the more freeform thing is is your deal, then go check out NASA. There's not much else to say on that one. Yeah, I think most speedrunning marathons are like No Reset Run and DreamHack. They're they're all amazing marathons, but they also do do charity work. And yeah. Uh, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that at all. I actually do support that. There's room for for shows of all levels of production. So, um, I I and I don't think there's really anyone in our audience is probably like thinking in like a super negative way about that but it's worthwhile mentioning just because like i don't know you know sometimes people anonymous people on the internet just want to get uh butthurt about stuff <laughs> and it's like 
you know, I get it, but I don't. Because at the end of the day, uh, GDQ wants to be a force for good. Right. Should GDQ completely 100% represent what speedrunning is? No. No. That's, you know, you don't you don't watch a sport sports event and think that that is literally what you know soccer on tv is what soccer is 100 percent. no there's people who play soccer or football um in back alleys backyards uh you know there's all different levels so enjoy enjoy the level you want enjoy what you want to see and uh, be happy that like people wanted to be as generous as they did because yeah. that level is. I don't know if they maybe maybe that was their projection that they were going to get three million. I'm a little bit surprised that it went that far, uh, but hey, yeah. there you go. Three yeah, million. Like the <laughs> so the donation ticker once it crossed the threshold of AGDQ from this year, once it crossed that threshold, they just right then and there they added the subs and bits they had and all of a sudden it was 2.7 and I think that jump was what made it like what made it happen was because people saw oh wow that's only $300,000 that's we can do that instead of oh wow that's that's 600,000 maybe hmm. you know mm-hmm. so that that was a that was a really smart move on their part to to just pump that in and, and make people say, oh, wow, that's actually a kind of a manageable number for 100,000 some odd people watching. And, well, it worked. $3 million. I think the final tally was just a, a little over 3,000, or sorry, 3 million, uh, 1, something. Yes. Truly incredible. Um, I wish I could find the stats right now because there is a website that does minute-by-minute stats for GDQ that pulls from the tracker. Uh, The average donation at the end of the event was $55. That's pretty high, I would say. Yeah, that's that's high-ish, but I mean, think of how many people are watching it. You have 100,000 people watching it who donate $55. That's 550, that's half a million dollars right there. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the people who do um, donate, it's either people were affected by a few things in their lives, like maybe a family member or something of that sort, or they just want to support their runner who's up there and they just want to, you know, say their name. Either way, like, they're they're all just doing it for the love of people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, let's face it, even if they were doing it for a narcissistic reason, like, oh, wow, I got my donation read on on, on the biggest stage at speedrunning, they're still Ooh, donating. I want that charity. prize. Yeah. Right, right. I want yeah, that like, They're still, even then, they're still donating to a charity at the end of the day. Right. So. Prizes? Prizes. <laughs> well, like, I know, I know um, behind the scenes, there was one guy who was actually uh, was reading all the donations, and he said that, like, oh, if for $100, I would sing that song. I think it was like, Walking <laughs> on Sunshine. Um, and, uh, yeah, a bunch of people donated $100 to make him sing that song. He didn't sing it during the run, but he did sing it before he actually signed off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's... Incentives go a long way for sure. 
And uh, so that all that all being said, let's let's kind of put the lid back on the can of worms for now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I said I was like I just want to mention one thing, and then we talk about it for. And then minutes. and then we roll onto a tangent because that's how we work. Yeah, then, right. That's you know. It's 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 the, it's how we do. In general. It's how we do. But uh, yeah. So on the flip side of the uh, the vaunted professionalism of GDQ, there's also uh, for 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 lack of a better term, there's also some shenanigans that went down. <laughs> so I don't know who wants to go first, but there were there were plenty of stories here. Wait, I feel like, like my, feel like my dad is like bringing us all in the room. Like, all right, I knew something went down. Who's gonna talk first? Oh, <laughs> you won't I... be punished for talking first, but someone's gotta start. So <laughs> I'm gonna lead this off um, just by saying straight up: if you've only ever watched GDQ from home, if you've only ever seen the stream. The stream is consummate professionalism. Mm -hmm. There's a lot that can go wrong. There's a lot that can go right. You actually have to try harder than you think to get banned. And I mean, if I can survive for an hour on stage, anybody can. What did you do on stage? Well, I, I was commentary for TTS last year. Um, oh, you did fine. Okay. I did fine. I thought I thought you did something really bad that you're like no 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 not on stage. He, it's just saying his attitude and his behavior. You know he can do it. Other uh, people can. Yeah, do it. if I can swallow my bullshit for an hour backstage <laughs> at GDQ, you have two thousand six hundred nerds getting rowdy. So imagine seeing your weird extended family for seven days. And just having a party. Oh no, we're talking about this. <laughs> I wasn't going to talk about this. Do you want to talk about this? I don't know. You go go ahead. I think he's just setting story. the context right I'm, now. I'm setting yeah. context. Okay. I don't think that hotel is going to find all the hoot stickers. <laughs> oh, those. Oh, I'm my. pretty sure... Room 866 is never going to be the same. I'm shocked the television didn't go out the window and the police weren't summoned. <laughs> uh, we party a little hard at these things. And uh, and we do apologize to the Hilton, but you did kind of screw up the parking. <laughs> so... so <laughs> you can that tell was the weirdest thing. You can Honestly. tell Roy has words about this. I have I have he words, and I am kind of reserving them. Uh, <laughs> I spent 30 minutes looking for a parking spot. Oh, you spent... That's crazy. Yeah. I didn't even spend like, that long. I, I, I drove around the parking lot for 30 minutes, and the whole while Waze was going, turn right, then turn right. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> um... It, it was a little weird uh, this year. Last year was was a little less because we were the only event in the hotel last year. Uh, this year there was we a were, wedding at the end, though. There, there was a wedding, um, and there was a small, I guess, free love convention, which I have no idea what that means or what that is, but I don't want to find out. 
It's Burning Man it's, in the Hilton. It, yeah, it's it's basically Burning Man in the Hilton, uh, which is GDQ, by the way. <laughs> um, we were double booked with a Mustang show this year, and they closed down one of the parking lots, and, and it was a little less easy to park than last year. Uh, but it all worked out. Um, <laughs> the party on the first night, I managed to climb my drunken ass up on a railing and put a hoot sticker up so high that I don't think the hotel's ever going to get it down. That was me. <laughs> um, We're not going to say what that location oh, yeah, is, that of hoot. course. Yeah, that hoot. That, 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 hoot. That, that particular hoot. I know where it is. Yeah, we know where it is, but we can't we can't publish this information. <laughs> we can't publicize it. We're, also, we're if under... wondering what the heck a hoot is, because uh, that's just hoot? like what what is this hoot thing? Um, I don't know where my uh, hoot sticker is, but um, I actually don't have a hoot sticker. Neat. I'm left there, out. There's the right. hoot squad, which is. Cause, I mean, I uh, have leftovers. Man, I, thought you have were, like, I thought you were going to try to pass it to me and just like slap it on the webcam. It's like, there you go. Hoot. There's your hoot. <laughs> Here's your hoot. So. Oh, thank you. Uh, There's a the ride hoot. at Mall of America called the Log Shoot, and then someone dropped the C, and it's the hoot. And uh, these memers, specifically Lilat R, uh, who ran Star Fox 64, he bought like. 300 stickers 500 mm -hmm. stickers some crazy number yeah. the wow. number the number was four figures it was right. over a thousand i'm pretty sure he bought over a thousand of those because by the end of day zero it was on everything in the room i sat there for 20 minutes just putting hoot stickers on their bottled water i can confirm this yeah There's individual all, bottles all of purified hoot Purified There's a bottle of hoot in my car right now. <laughs> That's a collector's item. No, it is not. <laughs> Isn't there um, supposed to be like some sort of like treasure hunt for all the hoot? Like that'd be impossible. Hunt? I mean, it's like no, they're everywhere. everywhere. They are everywhere. Um, incidentally, if you're staying at the Hilton DoubleTree in Bloomington, Minneapolis, check your Gideon Bible. <clears throat> That's a good one. That that's that's classy. Um, so okay, who else wants to talk shenanigans? Because I'm not going to dominate this discussion. Uh, I think. Well, I think the shenanigans that we engaged in, as far as gaming stuff, we had Karaoke. two player one controller. Oh, okay. With there's Sora and I. Hello. <laughs> yes. I like talking about karaoke night. <laughs> Sorry, that's all I'm thinking. <laughs> but yes, we we did we did have that uh, two player one control. Uh, that was actually fun. I was very nervous. Comply, <laughs> we can contest to that. I'm always nervous when it comes to runs. I'm not gonna lie to that. Um, but we had we had a good time. We we had a few beers while we were drinking, um, while we were playing drinking. <laughs> we were drinking and drinking. <laughs> we were, there was a lot of drinking involved. There's my doggo. Two players, one controller, beer in each hand. Yeah. Yep. Pretty much. <laughs> yes. I'll be right back. My dog wants to get out of my room for a sec. Bye, so... dog. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was, 
it was a time for sure. Uh, so I'm sure this will this will come up in more detail shortly here. But there was a uh, there was a room party. Uh, Roy mentioned eight sixty six. There was a room party, uh, which I believe yeah, all four of us were in attendance to this thing, and so. At one point, you know, in in person, I am very much a wallflower. I don't I I don't mingle very well. Uh, but I had I, I chose instead of sticking to the wall, I somehow found myself in going into the center of the room, and I was trying to get a refill on my drink. And so, uh, the MGS MGSR kind of kind of shares similar roots to the horror community so that that was a lot of the people who were there and uh silent hill in particular has this one runner you may know the name of an eternal enigma oh, oh no okay. i'm sorry uh, i just don't know who, who you're gonna talk about no no i'm saving i'm saving that one for you you're you're the expert on that one <laughs> um so i was i was on my way to refill my drink uh which was at like the mini fridge in the room and uh I had to waddle past several people to get there. Uh, but Eternal Enigma was speaking with Catlink at the time, and he was trying to explain something. And I, I'm, I'm still two weeks later trying to figure it out. But I was <laughs> sidling alongside the bed. Like, in between the dresser and, and the bed, there was three people. There was Catlink, there was Enigma, and there was myself. And whatever Enigma was trying to describe involved a motion which... I can only describe his grinding. <laughs> and I happened to be behind him. <laughs> so, that was interesting. What? I, Wait, did he I like grind going... did he grind his butt on you? There 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 was no physical contact, but Okay. <laughs> okay. But still. That's key. That's key. You know, yeah. that's key. I remember key. you were telling me something like this on my chat and I thought he like touched your butt or something. No, no, no. <laughs> no. No, but then he turned around and he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, nah, man, we're all friends here. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, why was he grinding? That's what I want to know now. That's a mystery. <laughs> it's an enigma. It's an enigma. <laughs> nice. But, I mean, past that, it was, a, it was for me, it was a fairly normal week. Um, I didn't sleep hardly at all. <laughs> uh, and what else is new? Exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, aside from that, I I hosted. I hosted at a GDQ. Yes. That was. How do you feel? I well, at the time I felt well. For the first shift, I felt completely flabbergasted and out of my depth. But by the end of by the end of my last shift, I was feeling pretty dang good. And right now, I'm. I'm I'm damn proud of, of being able to say that, like being able to say I volunteered and helped a charity fundraising event that raised three freaking million dollars. <laughs> you know, that's that's not something you get to say every day. So I, I feel I feel good about it. I, I want to do it again. <laughs> nice. Good. And uh, Sora as well. Yeah. You volunteered for the first yes. time since this is your first event, and yes. why don't you tell us how that went and what you do? So, I work behind the scenes. I was 
never really on camera except for like being in the backup couch but uh, I was a stylist and I met a lot of really awesome runners uh, we I basically there was a few runners that it was like it was their first time running and my job was to not just only make them look good on camera but to make them feel comfortable right and like we just cracked a few jokes um, I, I I don't know I did the whole thing when I'm doing makeup it's like I'm gonna make you look good girl and so <laughs> that's what I've just been doing that whole entire time like that was my shtick when I was doing makeup but it was really fun uh, there was a really comfortable couch behind the scenes um, if uh, help them out with anything and fix the whatever like I don't know breakouts they have uh, aside from that, uh, another thing about behind the scenes in terms of styling is that um, let's go to the fact that, you know, Twitch chat, not always friendly. Um, you know, in previous GDQs, there's like some trolling and people tend to make fun of some of the runners or commentaries. Um, my job was not only to just uh, apply makeup onto people but was to also uh, get their names right and I have to ask about their pronouns and um, it was a it was a smart thing just because like we would notify the mods who are working online to see if anyone's actually making fun of that person like um, especially if there is a non-male runner right so that is one of the hardest jobs by the way is moderating GDQ Twitch chat. Just gotta say, <laughs> that chat yeah. moves fast. Even with sub only mode, you know, mm -hmm. like, still moves fast. Anyways, I mean, a lot of people sub so they can actually be part of chat. <laughs> I think it makes the most sense. By the way, yeah, I approve of I'll sub only mode. Now. Yeah, like if you wanna if you wanna be a shitter in chat. Pay your four ninety nine, be a shitter, get banned, and you don't get the four ninety nine back. <laughs> right. But it was Works really for good for for to notify the mods and to protect some of those runners, um, just in case if anything bad would happen. I don't know anything bad happened on chat, but we were on it, so. Very nice. Oh, and. Uh... We were we were talking about the sponsors and uh, Red Bull specifically. So, walking up to badge uh, badge pickup. Now, I wasn't aware of any of this. I was on a flight uh, from like five p.m. to like eight p.m. local, and as soon as I touched down, like as soon as I touched down, I get a text from Roy. He's like, "Yo." Don't forget to pick up your free Red Bull at, at badge pickup. I'm like, what? <laughs> I I go up there to get my badge, and they're and they're like, ah, can we have your ID? I'm like, yeah, here you go. And they go and they get the badge and they go. And would you like a Red Bull? I go. You know what? I've been in the car for five hours. I would love a Red Bull. I didn't know that they were sponsoring. Yeah. I didn't know either. I thought it was just free Red Bull. It's like, oh yeah, we just have like a pack of Red Bull here. We're just gonna give it out to they you. They had pallets. Pal yeah. <laughs> Pallets. Well, you know, I'll go for it. Practice. Okay, so like, we were talking a little bit about Alienware sponsoring. Um, Red Bull was actually the ones that drove up apparently with the new 
gaming rigs. So if you were in the practice room uh, with World 9 and you were on stage running on a PC, um, they had brand new Alienware rigs, GTX 2080s. I was trying to figure out how to you know smuggle one out of the room and I just couldn't math it out. My pants weren't large enough to stick one in my pockets, you know. Um, <laughs> but GDQ always had like the older PCs that they've been using for God knows how long. Tech crew came in on day zero, set all the machines up, and then Red Bull showed up, and they had to break all those machines down and set all the new machines up. <laughs> so, um, that's that's a bit of crazy generosity on uh, on Red Bull and Alienware's part. So, you don't have to worry if you're getting that machine that you know by name again that has shitty frame rates. You mm-hmm. are you have a consistent rig now. Yeah. I want to say with Red Bull, like, because you mentioned about, like, oh, I want to try to take this and put it. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> what was that? Honk if you like Red Bull. <laughs> Hoot. Hoot. <laughs> oh, man. And, um, yeah, as I was saying, like, because you mentioned that you wanted to grab something by Alienware or something of that sort. Um,. I by somehow because I was also a volunteer I get access to backstage and backstage you also get an access of mountains of Red Bull and I was the Red Bull dealer (laughs) (laughs) oh my god Like, so I was talking to Cat Link, and she's like, I'm really tired. I'm like, you want some Red Bull? I got you girl. I got some Red Bull for you (laughs) They had a whole a cooler, like a Red Bull cooler, the with the can. In the back. And, you, yep. and they're all cold. It's nice. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah, they had they had they had one of those mini fridges. I you you'd see them all the time on ESA stream. Uh, but on the host station, the, uh, facing facing the crowd, there was there was a uh, a little mini fridge full of Red Bulls, and we were told specifically, don't touch it. Just don't. Just don't. That's the branding fridge. I think you were... Yeah. And I think you weren't supposed to drink Red Bull on stage. um, Which I did. (laughs) Well, like you said yourself, you weren't on camera. I'm sure it's fine. I mean, like, I wasn't wasn't the main person who was running. I was in the commentary. I mean, it was during the Silent Hill run when we were doing karaoke. And, like, Enigma was just like, everyone come up on stage. And I'm like, okay, with my Red Bull. Whoops. <laughs> I needed that drink. I needed to stay awake for the amount of nursing that I've done the whole week. Well, now that you've brought it up, care to elaborate? <laughs> okay, the short so... version, though. Not the, <laughs> yeah. not the whole grizzly. Yeah. Um. So, like we mentioned, we were at a party. It was on day one, day two. What day? was? It was on a Monday. It was, it was, it was day two, yeah. Time is malleable at these things. Um, so we were partying, we were having a good time, everyone was drinking. Um, my friend Igdysis was drinking a lot, and he if you know him, he like on stream, he tends to drink a lot, but in person he drinks even more. And he even brought a bottle of tequila. Um, and so he 
uh, prior, actually, prior to going to the party, him and I actually did a shot of tequila. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, went to the party, had fun, did the cha-cha slide, which we were really loud, by the way. Um, we stomped really hard in, during the cha-cha slide. Um, Dice's got really drunk, and then he's like, let's go outside and, like, go chat and have a smoke for a bit. Um, I'm the one who was smoking, though. But uh, <laughs> just to clarify, he's not the smoker. Um, and then we were talking, and Ignatius is just such a sweet boy. He was just talking about some stuff, and you know, he, in the end, like I, I told this to everyone in the community, in in terms of like my uh, with my community and also his community. He just cares about everyone, and so he just got really emotional and then really drunk and emotional Ignatius doesn't collide very well because then all of a sudden he actually fell on his face um so yeah he, fell he didn't on just face. fall on his face he fell he hit, face first into a bar. rail he hit the bar the metal bar of the, of the smoker's corner and uh yeah, yeah I, blood. I didn't see the blood I was there. I saw the blood. It was a mountain of blood. She saw the blood. I saw the blood. I was just like, Dices, 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 and then it came to the part where I'm just like, screw saying his like his his Twitch name. I started saying his real name. I'm like, <laughs> like get up. You're bleeding. He's like, no. But um, we managed to actually get like a bunch of people. Uh, some of the smoker crew from the horror crew actually went downstairs and they saw the the, the shit show that was happening. Um, called the ambulance, and then uh, yeah, um, myself and kittens we brought uh, Ignatius to the hospital, and yeah, it was very interesting at the hospital too, just because of um, how we had to check him in and he was kind of passed out. Um, so can I actually have your friend's name, please? Uh, yeah, uh, my friend's name, his first name is this, his last name, I do not know. Uh, his address, I do not know, because I am not from here. I'm from Canada, and Kittens is actually from Australia. Look at his wallet. It's pretty much, pretty much what I would say in that situation. I don't know, look at his wallet. He has a card. Maybe. <laughs> but yeah, everything <sighs> was sorted out. I just that we he he got he got patched up. He got like nine stitches. Uh, He's I'm fine. A state responder. Uh, I took care of him along with like a few other people, and yeah, no, he he laughed everything off. He took it like a trooper. He's fine. He's he's even got a nice little phallus scar. He's, oh yeah, he. He's been he showing it off on the street. <laughs> He, he, oh yeah, like every every single time, not just only on stream, but like even during at GDQ, um, like I I notified everyone because like I was a volunteer. I was just like, hey, I'm not gonna be on my shift because I have to go take care of my friend who was at the hospital, and then add to that, oh my friend just got checked out of the hospital, and by the way, he wants to be on the couch, so stylist, be prepared. <laughs> I've I've seen his Twitter since then. Frankenstein ecdysis. Right. Yeah. I thought he was more like punish ecdysis. Like punish snake. 
Yeah, Some we got people it. actually posted on his Discord server like they actually like photoshopped his face to <laughs> to punish Snake's face. <laughs> it's nice. So, so you get those sick hospital socks. <laughs> I don't know. Did those he hospital get, did socks he get those are pretty sick. Did he get hospital socks? socks? No, he didn't get any hospital socks. Uh, He's only there for a few hours, anyways. He was only there for a few hours. We were there from uh, like three, four o'clock in the morning. We arrived there. We we left around like nine or ten, and then I knocked out. And you saw me, and I'm just like, uh, fine, just leave me alone. I want to sleep. I'm a first aid responder. I can take care of things. Mama Sora, whole week. <laughs> whole week. Whole week. Well, right, he's fine. It yeah. was definitely a uh, an explosive way to start the uh, <laughs> the week. That was uh really really something. I checked out of that party before that happened, before things started really going down because I was already pretty drunk and was like, it's it's time to get out of here. Time to. Blow. I know. It's it's only gonna get worse and it, yeah it did. I I it went did. I went back up, um I went down to smoke I was on the back porch for a while after apparently all this happened uh, I went back up there was nobody in the room and my beer bag was just sitting there and I'm like oh okay grab that and I'm gonna book yeah that karaoke machine that daily brought uh, was there for the whole week. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> After that first party, nobody dare use it. Um, Brando and the beer bag. So last year, uh, TTS was saved Merrill because apparently a bunch of the horror runners did not understand the incentive. And they just dumped all of their uh, runner's choice, couch's choice donations on Save Merrill. So we were down by the pool at like 3 a.m. Well, you guys have to reach into the spooky beer bag. It's spooky. <laughs> Take a beer out. Um, Brando, day one, recognizes me and goes, You're that fucker with the spooky beer bag. I'm not putting my hand in that thing. So show up to the party with it full of ice and beer. Brando, it's coming for you. So, yeah. Uh, SGDQ, everyone. Oh, we it's... forgot to talk about the Silent Hill novel play. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, if if any, like... Uh, so, from January, uh, on Plywood's channel, we held a bit of a stream from the pra uh, public practice room that involved uh, Siren ILs uh, from Minnie's uh, system, and then we also had Silent Hill play novel, courtesy of Plywood. And everyone who was sitting around us at the time at AGDQ played uh, Silent Hill play novel, the, um, the Sybil story, for just putting runs on the board. And so... <laughs> it has as many, as many runners as... A Silent Hill downpour now, and it's almost to the point where it has more runners than PT. But, Good oh my God. God. 
<laughs> so, uh, so plywood brought it back for uh, SGDQ and got a few more. We got mm -hmm. uh, Sora, Ecdysis, uh Punchy, uh, Ms. Moonshine. Moonshine. Did did Amethyst end up giving it a try? Eternal Enigma. Yes. Yep, and and Enigma. Yep. I did one. And and Roy, Roy did one. And Roy. I beat Enigma by two seconds. Come take it back. Nice. Yeah, I have to continue distributing the uh, Sybil runs. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, Silent Hill Play Novel, I bought that cartridge uh, for 20 bucks because I, I was like, someone's got to do it. Someone's got to play on hardware. Uh at the time, after I, I did my runs, which are they're pretty much just mash fest. There is some minor puzzles, but it's it's a visual novel. So, um, at the time, I was like, "What what have I done? Why did I buy this? I just like dropped twenty bucks on this God. pointless cartridge." Um, you were swindled. Just... I don't think that's worth twenty dollars. Honestly, though, I think it is because, like, it has Silent Hill on it, and I can't imagine that sold super well. But is it twenty dollars uh, worth of meme runs? Yeah, I mean, look at, at this look. point. Yes, at this <laughs> point, it has paid. It has paid off. At the time, though, it there's, was like there's like fifty people the, on the I board. They the, all do the runs and, on Plywood's cart. <laughs> yeah, it's everyone, everyone plays on on plywood setup because before when it was just me and i was just doing this as a joke to to just be like hey aaron you haven't run this game yet i bought this game why haven't you run this game <laughs> silent hill plane awful is clearly the best silent hill speed run i was just joking around and then i was like yeah i'm actually gonna buy this <laughs> now now that we've uh had it at two gdq events i've i think it's gonna convinced... be like a regular thing now <laughs> we'll see oh, but boy. i've convinced slash bullied slash pastored enough people in the sound hill speedrunning community specifically and just people curious bystanders to run the game um like i said i think after all is said and done um this is going to be one of the most run games in the series. Not like the most or anything like that. There's still more runners for like Silent Hill 1, Silent Hill 2, Silent Hill 3. But uh, out of the random games in the series, uh, way more than I think anyone would have thought. And it's it's all thanks to your boy. Uh, <laughs> and some alcohol. And uh, Punchy for even making the board in the first place, which uh, he regrets every day. <laughs> every day. I'll never forget Punchy's uh, comment during Ignatius' run in the Silent Hill play novel when he's just like trying to mash all those buttons. And Punchy's just like, I don't know what you're doing, but it looks like you're playing with your nipple. Dude, I think when all is said and done, this is going to have more runners than Silent Hill Origins. <laughs> Which is like a legitimate, it's a legitimate game. Not mm -hmm. just a button mash fest. Incredible. I, I have done great things with my life. You have an impressive list of names to your, uh, to your cartridge there. Yeah. 
Everyone, everyone wants to engage in the novelty act of the second Silent Hill game. So, the true Silent Hill two, Silent Hill play novel. And and I get to the end of that run, I'm like, shit, I have to pick up horror games now. Damn it! <laughs> now you're a horror runner. You're a horror visual novel runner. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's way better than me starting off with like uh, speed running Silent Hill two blind. That was that was that was something. It's a lot easier to pick up and play. I'll say that much. Oh yeah, not... for sure. <laughs> so, so like, on I think on my YouTube video, my description for it is that I say proof that I too have played at least one Silent Hill game. <laughs> because prior prior to play novel, not a one. They're good games. Oh yeah. I just don't know firsthand. Plywood, I have a question. If you were to recommend one for 12-hour challenge, which one would you do? Um... Silent Hill play novel. No. <laughs> 12 hours of play novel. Let's uh, Any of the team silent games. Um, so. yeah, I, I would say that Silent Hill 2 is actually a pretty easy game to run. Uh, it's all about routing. Um, Silent Hill 1 is actually pretty hard to to run, uh, just because of the tank controls. Um, also the way that, um, Harry moves. Gotcha. Uh, I... uh, to answer your question, I would say Silent Hill 2 is probably the... <laughs> easiest of <laughs> of them probably for 12 hour challenge um i'm more partial to silent hill one but i think silent hill one's the harder run so i'd say silent hill two is probably the most beginner friendly in a way just because like the, if you're running on any percent there's you don't have to worry about combat so that completely removes that aspect of the game whereas on silent hill one you play on easy, but you still have to worry about combat. You still have to think about like boss strategies, and you could still die. You can't die on Silent Hill 2, but you can easily die on Silent Hill 1 if you don't know what you're doing. So, Or even if you do, because you're taking it so risky because you don't want to use any drinks to heal yourself. So, um, Fair enough. What so, yeah. about that run that you learned, um, Fly? The... Which one? <laughs> <laughs> Um, the one that I walked into where you're on playing, like, on a, on a Oh, Sparkster. Sparkster's Spark awesome. I, I wholeheartedly recommend Sparkster. That game is sick. I want to get a card of that. Japanese one, because it's cheaper. But, yeah. Would you also that... recommend that as a 12-hour challenge? Uh, there's no, like, full-on guide, so probably not but it's a so fun game something more that actually has like a legit guide i think with like 12 hour that. challenges it's it's easier to have like an actual resource to go off of mm -hmm. like right. you go back and forth i mean sparkster isn't like if you if you're running on easy difficulty it's actually not that bad to learn but obviously it helped that i had one of the best runners in the game draco dan who also ran the game at gdq last summer to coach me and walk me through the game um so like that 
can't be denied whatsoever. Um, so like, it's a fun game. It's short, you know, 12 hour challenges. It's better to run a shorter game than a longer game. Yeah, you can definitely, there's less to learn. Um, even with like a sound hill game, they're roughly like an hour long and there's a lot of just pure memorization of knowing where to go. So like in that way, you know, if you're running a, a fairly short game, like a 30 minute game, a 15 minute game, you can do more attempts, you can learn more, you can be more focused rather than um, having one that's pretty long. So, um, but yeah, uh, any last thoughts on SGDQ? Um, if you are at all interested in going, do it. Yeah. That's the the registration is $70, but the event runs for seven days. That's $10 a day. That is cheap. That is cheap for the amount of entertainment. And you get to meet your friends who you may or may not have met before, you know, aside from online. You got the arcade, you got the practice room, the casual room, there's a smash room, there's a tournament room, there's a board game room. There's a, there's, there's the pinball room returned. Yeah. Pinball and, was awesome. Yeah. Yes. Pinball was sick. And you, there's the go ahead. You're gonna spend you're you're gonna spend seventy dollars, you're gonna spend five minutes total in the stream room unless you're there for the ender. You're gonna go, you're gonna meet people, you're gonna have a blast. And if you are afraid to meet people that you watch on Twitch, there's two things that you need to remember. Streamers are just people that have OBS installed. And I will personally yell that person's name and then leave you standing there while they come over. Yeah. Most people are pretty relaxed. So you're not really, you know. It, it's totally speed, chill. Speed run ce- yeah, it's, you know, speedrun celebrities. I mean, they're, they're so- just, they're just, people they're just people so Honestly, they're not that yeah. big no one's no one's that big or it's so, like they walk in there's paparazzi or anything like that so well i mean there's a couple of like oh my god can i take there's some yeah there's some like you like, know there's there's like crowds of people of like i'm such a huge fan but um yeah yeah when you treat them like people they're they're gonna you know they're gonna be chill like i mm-hmm. didn't realize that i actually was hanging out with like a bunch of twitch partners and i'm like Oh, shite. Yeah, so, uh, one, I guess, one last note. On the fifth or sixth night, I can't remember which time. Time is not a thing there. <laughs> uh, on the fifth or sixth night, we had a big dinner. And I just want to list, a, I, I just want to put a list of names out there. Uh, Bakba Soup, Catlink, Maxi Lobes, Biddy, uh, Distortion 2. Uh, who else? Who else? Who else? Am I forgetting anybody? Aside I, from I, I think we're forgetting a ton of people, Enigma. but yeah, Enigma there was there. Enigma, Enigma was there. There you go. Um, but yeah, a couple of people from Distortions Matt, chat were there. Matt. Some fans, yeah. uh, Daily, myself, Sora, Roy, yeah. Python. I mean, all all of us in this chat. Pretty yeah, much. we 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 sat down at the same dinner table and. It was just a dinner, man. 
I mean, Bach and who who else ordered Bach that and big Distortion ass, ordered that big ass nacho. Yeah, nacho I, I don't platter. I don't know where the hell they put it all, but they ate it. <laughs> oh no, they didn't eat the whole thing. They, they ate the whole thing. They brought some of it back. Yeah, because they had to do a run. Oh yeah, that's right. But yeah, no. The biggest thing to remember: people is people. People's people. But uh, anything else about SGDQ you've probably heard elsewhere. Uh, there were a few bits of drama we're not going to go into. Um, but yeah, I that that's anything else you guys like that? I think we covered it. I think what yeah, we could talk for a long time. <laughs> I just want to say. Thank you, Twitch chat. Let's go, Twitch chat. But um, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. So, to kind of to kind of close out the podcast for for this episode, we have a couple of things. First up, happy one year anniversary to uh, MetalGearSpeedRunners.com. We have ah, had the. That's the Wait. the. Ah. I don't we, have we, one. Oh, the little like blow the, thing. Yeah. <laughs> We've so uh, Chusa, Chusa and Roy and all the website crew have done a spectacular job, and we've had the domain for a full year now, and we've filled it full of information, uh, articles. We have links to this Twitch, uh, the Twitch channel. Which, uh, by the way, real quick note. Uh, I am proud to announce that the disc swap is now finally on Spotify and uh, Anchor.fm. So we are now officially yes. a podcast. But uh, in case you're listening from one of those places, we do this live every so often at twitch.tv slash Metal Gear Speedrunners. Um, and we have links on the website to this Twitch site, or this Twitch channel. We have it to our YouTube channel. Uh, we've got uh, a full-on wiki for most of the games. Uh, there's a few games that don't have anything quite yet, but we're still working on it. Uh, let's see, what else? I mean, it's your one-stop shop for all things MGSR, basically. And it's been around for a full year. Mm-hmm. Yep, and coming up, I'm going to be uh, making an article for the site uh, since we'll be coming up on the one-year anniversary of the wiki, which I believe is July 22nd. And I'll be uh, looking through the wiki and see what do we got, what do we not have, where, where are things at. Um, there's been a lot of time uh, from several people uh, into the wiki or resources for the wiki um, I've probably spent the most time on it <laughs> out of everyone it's kind of been a, a project of mine um, and it just keeps on getting better and better so uh, look forward to an article around that time uh, during the uh, wiki anniversary looking at every page not like literally every page but every game and seeing what kind of uh, progress are we on with that and how's it going um 
So that'll be fun. And uh, if you use the wiki, thank you. If you haven't used the wiki and you're learning a game, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Okay. Uh, unless you're learning Acid 2, because that game still has to be routed. <laughs> but uh, besides that, what are you doing? I mean, um, I nag you. Plywood. Just get on the wiki. <laughs> just, just get on the wiki. Yeah, like... I even got. I went through the trouble. And uh, of doing survive. <laughs> that was amazing. He survived that ordeal. I survived uh... doing the routing, the running, and the writing. <laughs> it's almost uh, three R's, but that was a W at the end. So yeah, we'll count it. We'll count it as an R. That's a silent R. It's the silent W. So it's three <laughs> it's R's. Running, routing, writing. So. Writing. The resources to learn these games, to learn pretty much anything in the Metal Gear series is there. The content is all community-driven. Um, articles come in from the community. Wiki edits come in from the community. We got people that edit the wiki live on their stream while they're routing. Yeah. You know? yeah. So there's no excuse not to pick up a Metal Gear game. You have Just... no excuse. Just run the games. Run the game. <laughs> um, and, and you guys, in the last year, you guys have done really an amazing job on that. Uh, adding content to the wiki. I'm continually pleased with how everybody took to doing that. Um, Speedrunning is the most collaborative competitive sport in esports. Esports. Um... Just you guys have done great, so thank you for for making the site's content what it is. Thank you for uh, putting in your your slice of technical work into the site yourself, Roy. Um, it's really thanks to the technical staff that we can uh, do these sorts of things, including. Um, the stream and RTMP and all that. So it's really thank good you, stuff. Thank you to Chusa for that. Um, yeah. He's providing, <laughs> yeah. he's providing our host. He's providing our RTMP. Uh, so, so we always say this, but thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think with that, we'll go on to our final mini topic. Just a mention again, showcasing what the community has to offer and uh, the efforts of people in the community to uh, make tools and resources. Um, Casino Coin, the Metal Gear Acid new game runner, uh, also a Metal Gear Ghost Babble runner, uh, made, and I have uh, checked this out myself, a Ghost Babble Splits program, version 1.5. And you put in each of your times, your in-game time for each stage, your PB, and then a nice little interface pops up for uh, you doing runs comparing against that PB, and it shows how well you're doing compared to uh, your PB. You can save your uh, PB. only thing that the, the program could use is like an actual splits file that you can just call in, because right now you have to put in uh, each stage of the 13 stages the in-game time before you use it. However, it's a nice 
little program, nice and basic. You know, I, I like that, keeping it keeping it simple. I use this. I've used a spreadsheet um, that uh, Furry Two made, but this is a a nice little alternative. And I want to um, give a shout out to Casino Coin for uh, making that. He I think he made it really for himself, but um, you know, putting in that kind of effort and energy to make a program like that just for one game that like you know not a lot of people run uh, or not a lot of people even know about um is really uh, a cool thing and uh uh that hasn't been distributed yet uh, i didn't want to like post it anywhere since it's his program at the end of the day but um if you ask him uh he'd probably give it to you if you were interested in running the game i'm sure he'll probably put it somewhere uh, accessible but uh, really cool when people put in that kind of energy and effort uh, to make something so specific, right? Yeah. For for one game in the series, but it's a nice little program. So uh, nicely done, Casino Coin. Yeah. So uh, I think that about does it for us here today. Um, we don't exactly have anything planned for after this, so. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed. Uh, thank you for coming by and listening to us prattle on about mostly just GDQ things. Um, uh, you guys got any shout-outs or anything you want to add? Mm, I mean, Thanks for watching. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. And <laughs> listening, now that we're uh, on the Spotify. Spotify. The Spotify. Oh, no. You get to hear my dog in the background be like, Bjork, Bjork, Bjork. <laughs> well, he was it, hungry. I had to like leave for a bit. I was like, you want your treat? <laughs> well, hey, at least it's better than random horns honking down the highway. <laughs> right. Or the side like Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's it for us, guys. Uh, we will probably see you in a couple of weeks. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Mine.